Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. No way. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. I'm your huckleberry. How many assholes we got on this ship anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Hit the lights. It's boner time. Hey, where are the white women at? Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> what is your major malfunction, numbnuts? You have smoked yourself retarded. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? And welcome to another episode of the Monday Night Master Debaters. We got another great quorum of guests to join us tonight. And, uh, and never a... We're never short on topics either. So this is going to be another fun one. I got my man, uh, Romy the homie from Rising from the Ashes. How you doing, Romy? Hey, oh, what is happening? Thank you so much for letting us join, man. Oh, everybody's all mine. Dan, also <laughs> from Rising from the Ashes. How's it going, brother? Good, man. How you doing? Good. Thanks for joining. We've yeah. got uh, Ryan from Dangerous World. What's up? Here, like oh, always. <laughs> and my, uh, let's see, I got boy from uh, Whiskey Beer. How you doing, brother? What's going on, man? Can you guys hear me? Yes, sir. Hey. Loud and clear. All right. And oh. I think... and uh, Big Country should be popping in down there in the with the yeah. It looks like he's connecting. We got Big yeah. Country, and then we also have Graham who had to step away for a second. We got Graham Melwood from Grimerica Outlawed and Grimerica Podcast. Nice, Big Country. You there, brother? Yes, sir. Sorry about that. Hey, how you doing, man? Good, man. How are you guys? Good. Thanks for joining. Oh, appreciate you guys for having us. You know, let me change my name there. So. So let's, we were just, we were just hitting on a few things. One of the things I wanted to touch base, I don't know how many people are familiar with it, just to kick this off is uh, our friends, uh, our friend, Mr. Klaus Schwab and the uh, World Economic Forum, they had another meeting of the minds last week. Uh, I I, I was saying, I think it's over in Abu Dhabi. It was somewhere in the Middle East. And this one was to roll out eventually what's called the great narrative. I don't know if any of you guys have heard this. I feel like we're in the middle of that right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, right? The never-ending story? Uh, so, so here's what, what they say. Way less it cool is outcome. A, it is a collaborative effort of the world's leading thinkers to fashion a long-term perspectives and co-create a narrative to guide the creation of a more resilient, inclusive, and sustainable vision for our collective future. We are here to develop the great narrative, a story for the future, Klaus Schwab says. In order to shape the future, you have to first imagine the future. You have to design the future, and then you have to execute it. Here, I think the next two days, we will look on how we imagine, how we design, how we execute the great narrative, and how we define the story of our world for the future. 
Holy shit. That Lucky is absolutely Orwellian. <laughs> Dude, yeah. we gotta, They're just we looking gotta, out for us. <laughs> we got a, a fuck, Mary kill. We got Joe Biden, Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates. So, oh, oh, can I take that? Can I take that one? Uh, Go for Bill. it. Okay. Oh, yes. um, okay. I'm marrying Klaus Schwab because he Why? seems to be the, the mover and the shaker right now. He's the guy. If I'm going to marry someone, I want to marry someone on top. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to marry down. <laughs> okay. Fair. Uh, I'm I'm fucking Bill Gates because I don't think he's ever been fucked before. Oh, no, so, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure he has. You know, he gets. Ah, uh, good know, point. Yeah, good he gets point. a little pegged. brown eye peg just fine, you know? Good point. I don't, and... dudes to, I don't get fucked. I do some fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I'm killing I'm killing the ladder. I'm killing the ladder. Yeah, we can't say it. We can't really say that huh, out loud. But, yeah, man, it is. Uh, it's a dangerous freaking time to be alive, man. It is. Uh, but it's exciting. It, it oh, is. Yeah. This is why but, I drink. <laughs> exactly. And it's hilarious because, you know, we always we always joke about, you know, and we're talking about the Great Reset all the time. And, and you know, and I've been big into like the 1800s and shit like that, which is essentially very the great narrative stuff. reset of mm-hmm. last time. And so yeah. just to and they're so like just blatant about it and that's oh, yeah. what that's what makes me laugh is they just put it out there like yeah we're just you know we're just going to reset the future and we're going to write the story and you're just going to go along with it and and you know and keep taking your boosters and we'll be good <laughs> you know like what the fuck yeah, yeah. don't, don't forget to charge your meta helmet <laughs> yeah <laughs> no. fuck that fuck that neural link mesh i'm not putting no graphene mesh upon this right? blessed skull it's already hard enough for me to retain any information goddamn but it's funny that they you know that they willingly are just choosing the greatest thinkers and telling us who the greatest thinkers are right. of the time because i'm pretty sure we're all right here already okay yeah, preach yeah Come absolutely on. shit let let us write the and that, but that's the problem they're having so much resistance people like us are writing the narrative you know we're, we're exposing the real stuff that's happening and talking about it and some people will get it and wake up and other people will freak the fuck out when they hear it. And I think um, we're, they know we're in a moment of, of a great awakening. I know that seems kind of like an abused term lately, but there's a lot of people who are starting to really open their eyes and see what the fuck's going on around them. And the more and more that spreads, the harder it's going to be for these idiots to fucking write a narrative and, and more inclusive. I mean, I, I thought our society was inclusive enough already. My wife Whatever drives a car. It. She you has her own it. driver's license. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> she gets like, there's the, the yeah. biggest thing that they, that they talk about is like, well, women are paid unfairly. And then we debunk that. Right. And they're like, well, women athletes. And it's like, well, no shit. Cause they can't dunk a basketball. You know, they can't. What's who draws the crowd? Yeah. You know, yeah. but hey, lingerie league is still up hey, and going. Hey, so I'm all about it, baby. Softball all day long. Oh, absolutely. All about it. And my, my wife was a was a softball player. And I mean, of course you're gonna watch that. You know what I mean? They got some jokes. <laughs> Volleyball is the greatest sport of all time for females. <laughs> you know, dude, I, I was thinking this the other day because you know, I and I, I think that we've mentioned this before on the Monday Night Master Debaters, but it seems like we get really caught up. And especially I do, you know, I get really caught up in, in thinking that like our community is right about a lot of stuff, yeah. but we have been wrong about things. I'm mm-hmm. guilty of being wrong about Trump. Sure. 
Um, I heard this fascinating concept of how resistant to technology evolution a lot of us have become. We're not Luddites by any means. We're not mm-hmm. against technology. But this lady, I think her name's Jessa Reed, if I'm not mistaken. She talks about like an alien school. She had like a traumatic brain injury when she was younger. And she started just seeing the world from a really interesting perspective. And she brought up the idea that like simple text messaging that's sort of tapping into your telepathic tendencies. Like you're, you're, you're communicating without speaking. Mm. And it's, I thought it was just a fascinating idea. I don't know if you think about that, but like where I was getting at with that is that we're, I'm very convinced that the vaccines are bad and that the metaverse is bad, mm-hmm. but is there a possibility that it's not bad? I know that it sounds crazy, but like no. we just gotta think about those things. No, that is that that is something that I, I definitely thought about, especially when they're like, okay, kids five to twelve, good to go. Yeah, you know. And so, I mean, as a parent, you kind of do have to think like, even even if it's for a second, because I know big countries over there like didn't haven't thought about it one time. You know what I mean? But like, you think like, am I am I doing the right thing? The question may not be. The question you might ask yourself may not be if vaccines are bad or whatever, but it might be think like, am I making the right decision for this kid to grow up the best way possible? Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, so no, I think that, I don't think that's a silly question at all. I think we have to ask ourselves that pretty often, you know um, I mean, after you know, months after the election, I know a lot of people are still asking themselves, well, was Trump is backing Trump the right thing to do still, you know what I mean? Um, Definitely. So, yeah, and 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 I think that's I think those are fair questions to be asked. You're not a, a true conspiracy theorist if you're not asking yourself those questions. Right. Yeah. I try to reverse engineer these things, but yeah, go yeah. ahead. Man. Well, yeah, and one of the things I mean, I, I ask myself that a lot, Ryan. Right? Am I am I looking at this the wrong way? Right? But then you see the news every day, and you're like, you know, you see all these injuries from from things, and you know, you see stuff that just doesn't add up. Right. And if it was if it was good, we would see the positive side of it. Right. And Mm -hmm. and obviously they've tried to push the positive side of it on on one side of the media. And it hasn't we haven't bought, you know, we we haven't ate the ate the worm yet. So, yeah, I I just I don't know. But I think that's a great way to think about things because we do get stuck in our own little echo chambers. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, yeah. and you, Preaching you to the choir. hearing the same thing over and over, you know, you got to question it sometimes, but there's certain things where, you know, we, you got to give yourself credit and you are right yeah. too, you know, and that's the other side of sure. it. I, you know, a lot, everybody will tell you you're wrong, but you got to realize that if, eventually if you add up enough, enough facts line up in one way, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. You yeah, have to, uh, Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I, I just say like, oh, it's, uh, Sorry, I, I was, I was just, uh, I, I have, uh, I was, I was just getting into some, uh, some, um, some sweet toughs with my uh, beautiful partner <laughs> of mine. Right. And she kind of just rang a bell in my head that was very similar to what you brought up there, Ryan. And uh, you know, because I have a lot of just like general angst and emotions towards like the transhumanist movement and like the, what, you know, the fourth industrial revolution that we are seemingly seeing unfold before our eyes. But as markets shift and everything shift, including 
down to a cellular level of your body constantly changing and everything within the system and society constantly changing. One thing that's always held true in my eyes, and this will always be my argument, and I'm trying to trying to look at all the angles, um, <laughs> but is that uh, the propaganda has always been there, and there's always been just like this down chokehold feeling over yeah. um, over this, and and it's like I feel like it's just shifting. It's just another this metaverse and this shit and this situation. It's like it's just the the shift of the market to to further put us down into the the matrix or whatever, and like just to sound that woo woo. Man, but I'm looking for hope, baby. I mean, you know, we got, you got, it. We got a little bit of Yeah, sure. shit. Well, you know, I think I think enough people are are over the bullshit at this point. Um, and like I said earlier, when they when they said that you got to get your kids vaccinated, and now the parents are really starting to understand that this is at our doorstep, right? You you could ignore it for so long. But when they tell you, nah, man, your kid better wear a mask, your kid better get vaccinated, or they're not going to be able to do this, 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 and this. And for uh, the government to come in and, and kind of suggest that you co-parent with them, that's when I think a lot of people are starting to go, okay, me waking up and going to work, clearly I'm missing out on a lot of shit going on outside of my little bubble here. Mm-hmm. And they start looking into more and more things and that's building a resistance to this uh you know this transhumanist type thing um because those people already have families they want to keep that connection and they're starting to realize that uh the more traditional they keep those families the safer that those families will be and um i think that's why it feels so ramped up right now right fucking boom metaverse mm. and you have elon with the fucking Neuralink and like everything just kind of happening at one time, you know, it's, it's like, yeah. it's almost too much to think about sometimes. But it's funny. You said co-parent with the government there, because I, I've been looking into word magic lately. And one of the ones that blew my mind was the word parent, right? A pair that rents. And and basically mm. if you sign over your birth, you know, your, your child's birth certificate, you, your son or daughter is property of the government. And, now you I, are a pair that are renting the child. Tried, tried yeah. to tell my wife. I said, I don't Fucking want him to have a birth certificate. I don't want him to have a birth certificate. And she's like, well, how will he be able to do this stuff? I'm like, God, fuck damn it. <laughs> but let, I, wanted to, I wanted to point something out to you guys. So, so my wife and I did make the decision. I have, I have one uh, little guy. He's only eight months old. Um, I never say his name on air. We call him Storm Shadow because it's a <laughs> fucking cool ass name. <laughs> um, but we made the decision to not vaccinate him. So he's had zero shots. And as long as I have lung in my air in my lungs, I, he will not get any. Right. That was a decision we made. Now, I asked this question on one of the shows that we did to um, Boya and our other co-host, Chris, at the time. And I'll ask you guys, what do you guys think the most common question that we get from people when we tell them we did not vaccinate our son? What do you guys think the most common question we get is? What about the measles? Okay, we that, that's come up a few times. There's no wrong answer here. I mean, just tell me what you guys think. Are are you uh, insensitive to everyone else's children in the community <laughs> around you? Okay, yeah. Matt are Ryan, you what do you guys think? Supporter? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, are you an anti? Are one? Are you one of those anti-vaxxers? You're racist. You, you would think. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because China meltdown towers, <laughs> NATO. Uh, 
<laughs> you would think that those would be the questions that we would get. The most common question we get is, well, how is he going to go to school? So the, so the psychological oh, operation has gone so far that society is convinced, unless I do what the government tells me, I can't do these other things. Well, the, well, the first question I have for other people is, the fuck makes you think I want my kid to go to public school? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we've already made the decision to actually homeschool our kid. Now, I, I, it's not easy, right? Like, I'm the only one working. My wife's at home with the kids. So, I mean, he's not old enough to go to school yet, but that's the decision that we've made. And I'll fucking do whatever I got. You know, I'll sell my, my body if I have to. You know oh. what I mean? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> here comes the OnlyFans page. <laughs> Shameless plug here. Go to bigcountryonlyfans.com. Uh, Ooh, shop me up, man. Yeah. I got some extra dollars. Yeah. You guys hold my cowboy hat without my hands. You know what I'm saying? Um, no. But no. That's, that's how deep the psychological operation goes. They're not even worried about measles, moms, rubella, typhoid diphtheria none of that stuff it's how do they how will they go to school uh he's not going to school isn't he gonna be a weirdo well jesus yeah he, i he guess is, so because if he, he did go to school he'd be like dinosaurs aren't real the <laughs> <is> flat. <laughs> like, stop eating crayons you know so so yeah, the answer is yes. He's gonna be a weirdo. He's your kid. I, hey, Tom, listen, son. We did everything we could for you. You're gonna hear a lot of silly things, okay? But unfortunately, dinosaurs not a thing. But Earth's pretty flat. Also, Santa Claus. Nah, that was mom and dad. That was Artarian. <laughs> Odin. Odin. Yeah. yeah. Odin. <laughs> the All Father dropped these off. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just so it, it's so confusing. I don't know if I'm the only one that feels real confused about this, but I feel like I'm born in the wrong time, not the wrong body, but the wrong time. Boom. Mm-hmm. Like, but at the same time, this is why it's confusing. It's because like I love podcasting. I like so much about technology that I wouldn't be able to do this if if I was born in the 20s or you yeah. know whatever. So it, I'd be it's Robin just, Banks. I'd be robbing banks if I was in the. Hey, you never know. They might have had a, a 1800s hey, pods. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing, dude. But that—that's why I thought it was so interesting that that chick was bringing up the whole idea of like texting as a form of tele uh, of um, telecommunication, not telecommunication. What was the word I was using? Telepathy. Telepathy, Telepathy was right. Yeah, yeah, telepathy. So it's like you're you're communicating without your words. That that is the natural progression. We're moving to where we can, like like I said, you know, with the metaverse and stuff. You can touch people, even though you're millions of miles, thousands of miles apart, maybe millions of miles someday. But it's just a fascinating concept where it's like, dude, like this is the way things are going. So yeah. it's like, you know, we're we're I don't know if we were born in the wrong time or if we're kind of here to to try to slow things down, because obviously it's not just the ones here that are talking. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people that feel like that. So it's just a it's a freaking confusing time, man. It really is a weird, weird deal. But I enjoy it. You know, like I, I like is. the whole I like the dialogue. I don't think anyone should be canceled if they love technology or love the metaverse or think yep. there's 20,000 genders or whatever. Um, that's kind of the whole point about talking. That's the whole point yeah. about having a debate right. or, or a conversation is, is shutting that shit down and proving your point, not canceling. Right. So exactly. it's funny. Yeah. It's funny. Just today I was thinking about. How we need like talk therapy for conspiracy realists. You know? like, <laughs> yeah, I was dude. thinking about how crazy things are. Like I'm seeing this flood of information on this one side, and I'm going, How is this not 
how is this narrative still alive? How is it not falling apart? And then that this whole other side that doesn't see any of it, or yeah. they're, or they're just the forty percent are just completely, <laughs> you know, maybe subconsciously blind to it, or, or or consciously, who knows? Like a part of it. But I was thinking, I keep having to take that from that sadness or that disappointment in humanity and take it into like I'm living in the most amazing time right now. Look what's happening. Like yeah. And I and I have to keep coming back to that, like appreciating this for what it what it is. Yeah, it's, lit- yeah. it's literal history. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, like Roman said earlier, you gotta you're 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 looking for hope, right? You hope that there's you know light at the end of this tunnel. And and um, I'm I'm probably the most optimistic one on our show. And so usually big country comes in with the doom pill and Chris just thinks everything. Guess what guys we're (laughs) fucked. (laughs) And I'm like, no, no, man, we got a chance. You know, we got a chance. I think we, we always got a puncher's chance. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't be surprised if at some point we already are, you know, in, in the community that we're in, we already are on this fringe, you know? So I think that, eventually what's going to happen is you're going to have people and you, you're going to have like podcasters and like ham radio guys and everything in like one section of society. And then you're going to have these metaverse people who are just glued to a headset and TikTok bumping in, bumping yeah, in shit. But physically they're deteriorating, but they have you know, a million coins in the metaverse. They got a house and wife and kids and really nothing in real life. You know what I mean? But those people Traffic's are going to be-, be a lot better. Traffic is going to be. We're going to go back to Dude. the essential oh employees goodness, driving yes. on the road. I pray <laughs> much for another. Outside that you want to, there won't even be any exactly. people. Exactly. I pray be for 50, another 50. fake, fake pandemic, please. The traffic was the, amazing. <laughs> I think the end, the end game Comment. goal though is to make it so that you can't tell the difference, right? So I think that mm. everyone, whether you whether you subscribe to the metaverse or not, I think that everyone's going to be there. Unfortunately, that's oh, just fuck. the way that that's Are the we way there now. I don't know. This, this, Am I real? This, That's are the you question. the moderator? I mean, any sort of digital, they call them digital twins, right? So like when the data mine, what they're doing is, is building a profile. And if you have any sort of online presence since probably even MySpace days or since we've never read the terms and services uh, ever on any fucking thing that we've ever had, um, we might have been getting our data mined a lot longer than we even think that we have been. So a digital twin version of yourself definitely exists. Yeah. And on the telepathy... Had. Ew, that's gross as fuck. Um, and on the on the uh, on the telepathic like communication through the cell phone, the black mirror thing uh, mm-hmm. is really interesting because you know these things are magic and technology is a movement of energy and like a a, a very um, alchemical way of putting things together mm-hmm. to move electricity, which is energy, which is what magic is. It's like a movement of energy to create yeah. a spell. You're fluctuating energy. And so I don't, I've had a lot of telepathic uh, things happen while in a relationship strongly with somebody that I've connected with and then mm-hmm. through my phone, just kind of thinking about them. And then you hit them up on the yeah. other line without actually communicating to them. Yeah. It's crazy. But, you know, our, our, our brainwaves works off of electromagnetic frequencies just as everything else. So I think it's a fucking conductor. You know, and yeah. uh, we just we use certain type of algorithms ourselves or whatever to Uh-oh. send that shit out. So that is very real. Oh. Yeah, I was just uh, mentioning to these guys, I was reading these books in the 1800s 
So that reminds me of this. I'm reading this occult world book right now, and they talk about Madame Blavatsky's interactions with the brothers and all these people that were witnessing all this phenomena. And it was passing letters back and forth through like basically appearing out of nowhere and telepathy and all that. But the way they describe it is exactly what you guys are talking about. So 150 years ago, they described this as breaking it down, like dissolving. They don't say dissolving and they don't say disintegration. I, I can't, I was don't have the time to find the word, but they use the word that means basically you know, disintegrate the thing and re reintegrated at the other space, just like mm -hmm. the texting or the, the emails and all this Wi-Fi shit we're dealing with. I mean, yeah. it's really is the it, same description. Is it solve yeah. it coagula? Is that what you're talking about? No. Mm, okay. Well, you know, something I was thinking about today, <laughs> actually, that, that was uh, going through my head. So for you guys that don't know, I'm kind of like a, a big, um, I play a lot of video games, but I but I'm more along the lines of the older systems like in my little makeshift studio here. Like I have a Sega hooked up. I have a PlayStation one hooked up. And with our with our with our guests that we just had on the show, we were talking about the fact that because of who we are and, and how disconnected we are or are trying to be from the Matrix, we have the ability to at any given time, like the movie They Live, put on these glasses, re-enter the Matrix, but I can see it. So uh, I was telling a uh, boy on our guest earlier that mm -hmm. just the other day, my wife and I, we were watching Monsters, Inc. with with our son. Now he's, you know, he's still barely, you know, holding himself up and stuff like that. So he's watching this this movie and it's making shapes and noise and stuff like that. And it's all fun for him. I fully know that that movie is about fucking adrenochrome. But I have the ability yes. to watch this movie with my glasses on and I know what's going on. And I was thinking to myself that subconsciously, perhaps there's this internal struggle that's going on with myself as to why I like to play these older games from the analog era, because I don't want to be part of this new digital area. And it just reminds me of when I was a kid, because everybody in this in this chat right now, uh, we all saw the transition from analog to digital mm -hmm. and analog arguably was fucking fantastic. I think it was, it was the perfect balance. Absolutely. That's why. And it was, it was for all of us. We saw yes, the perfect yes. balance and now we've seen what's going on and I don't like it, man. I don't <laughs> fucking like it. <laughs> I don't like it. It's terrible. Well, we are, I think that we are kind of the last generation that, that was alive before the internet was around. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and, and I think that that has like a direct correlation with how well adjusted as a whole the generations are, right? Yeah. Because you have like my dad's generation knew how to do so much with cars. And then his dad, his dad's generation knew how to do so much with all kinds of things dude and like we just as as generations progress i mean this is kind of an, an obvious statement but we lose a lot dude we mm -hmm. gain a lot of the digital technology knowledge but then we lose so much when it comes to real world like practical shit yeah and so that that's just that trade-off man um but like when things do flip back because it's inevitable i think that they're even by their own words, whether we're going off of the stuff that Matt looks into with like the, the old, like, you know, the old times where ship may have been very highly technological mm -hmm. or we're going by the globalist standards where it's like, we're going for a great reset. It's like, what does that mean? Either way, things are getting go, going to go back to zero at some point. Yeah. So dude, it's just crazy. It's, it's weird to think about. Yeah. I, I think that really the big, big question is whether they're going to allow us to separate or not. 
I mean, I wish yeah. they'd just say, you guys don't want this. Just go do your own thing. Like, and then the yeah. world can split 40, 60 or 60, you got it. 40 or whatever. I don't know if they're going to let us. I, I really oh, don't know. if they're gonna, Mexico. <laughs> My buddy, yeah, a couple of friends or one of them at least has moved to Mexico already. Yeah. He should sneak over. And- Mexico for real. <laughs> It's he crazy. can sneak over and get four hundred fifty thousand dollars, right? Fucking a, yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it a couple times. Man, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm like fifteen minutes away from the border. I'll do that shit after we're done. <laughs> and the problem is, thinking that way, thinking that way might manifest it. So we're trying to try to create our own reality, but it's hard to keep in that positive space. That hey, we yeah. can create something completely different here. Yeah. yeah, and 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 Graham, I agree because who who is creating this next realm, right? It's not of us, so mm-hmm. we. It's almost like we don't even have a say in the matter, right? And that's what's the frustrating part is there's nobody speaking our voice out there. It's just the other side. So you wonder, okay, are they even gonna? Do we even exist, or are we just these little ants? They're just playing with. They're throwing down little sugar for us and mm-hmm. and and watching us dance. Yeah, well, dude, Matt, it's crazy because. With the whole thing, we're focused like right now on Meta, the Metaverse, right? With Facebook that started off as Facebook and now it's going to Meta. <laughs> oh, this man. was this was a Harvard project with DARPA, right? Well, it started as LifeLog, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so, but Harvard, you know, I, I did an episode kind of diving, right? I did an episode kind of diving into Zuckerberg and how shady he is. And he was a, a, a DARPA plant the whole time, whether it be CIA or whatever. But he was Not even his real name. Up. What's that? That's not even his real name, right? If I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, Greenberg. Um, he looks like well. a fucking Greenberg for sure. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's his real last name. And supposedly I would have said Edward's... Steinberg, but all right. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> no, I supposedly he's, uh, he's Edward Snowden's cousin, but that's a legend. So it's all just weird, <laughs> weird connections there. But then what, what the reason that I'm bringing that up right now is because this University of Austin has the same dude involved at the highest levels. Larry Summers was the president of Harvard supervising Mark Zuckerberg or Mark Greenberg, making sure that he got Facebook or whatever we want to call him, right? (laughs) And he, so this Larry Summers dude was president of Harvard, supervising Zuckerberg, making sure that he got Facebook done the proper way. And now he's working with the University of Austin along with like the intellectual dark web people. So (laughs) this University of Austin, keep in mind, Joe Rogan's in Austin, making Mm -hmm. so many people flock to this area. It's essentially taking a very red, great state and turning it into a California type thing, which California is a beautiful location. Well. The, the only Shitty thing politics. with that, Ryan, though, is is that like Austin, Dallas, you know, the cities sure, are blue, blue, right? They they've been blue, they've always been blue. So you know, it, it, I I just want to throw that out there because some people are like, oh yeah, they're turning Texas red or turning Texas blue, but in reality, they're just making the cities more blue. But if you get enough votes coming out of those areas and the county expands, it's going to turn the city blue. We've seen that, like you know oh, how yeah. like. Most or they'll land. change the district so that they, you know, they get more votes in that area. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm with you. If you look at Joe any Rogan's electoral map by, by county, it's <laughs> it's all red. There's key blue areas, but the land doesn't vote. It's the people that vote. You know what I mean? So yeah. it doesn't, you know, and I, and I get what you're saying, Matt, but my point was that they're turning this thing that's supposed to look like this wholesome, like truth-seeking university that's counterintuitive to all the other universities. University of Austin, the best, like, idea out there for, like, freedom-minded people that just want the facts. 
you know, whatever. And they're just, they're essentially, it's the same fucking people. Larry Summers, man, look this dude up. He's a very, very shady dude. CIA connected. Mm -hmm. And, and I mean, he's at the highest levels mm -hmm. of this new university that's supposed to be like, you know, turning the, the university system on its head. Yeah. Is their mascot the group think? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's probably a COVID ball or something. <laughs> Tesla also changed its headquarters from California to Texas. Shortly yeah. after Joe Rogan changed, went from California to Texas. Yeah. Very interesting. I mean, <clears throat> fucking what, dude? Like, Texas yeah. is well, yeah, the, sketchy, bro. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, it's definitely weird <laughs> that they're flocking to Texas, right? Like, every everybody you hear, doesn't matter what blue state it is, you know, if anybody who is slightly conservative, even in those states' viewpoints, right, they could be a moderate Democrat, but if they say, I want to own a gun, then they're conservative right-wing racist nut. So... They'll be like, well, then move to Texas. You know what I mean? And it's weird that they want to push all the conservatives there. But then you have fucking Elon Musk. And I know most of it had to do with money because the taxes here in California, especially for a business that big, are, are completely fucking ridiculous. But Elon ridiculous. Musk, Elon Musk goes to fucking Texas like you didn't Ben Shapiro go to Texas too? No, Ben Shapiro went to like Tennessee. I believe. Tennessee. Oh, OK, OK. I thought yeah. okay. Hey, Tennessee is tight. Yeah, well, say, I, Tennessee is Tennessee would have been a you know that that's a that's a good spot. It's just it's weird that you got these like mega celebrities who are like Texas, Texas, Texas all of a sudden, and all that's going to do is just drag this Hollywood junk from California, from New York, and just shove it all into Texas. You know what I mean? Well, and it's it's just polluting that fucking real free red-blooded american idea the long star state yeah, yeah it's funny you say that boy because last week on the on the master debaters we had on pastor sam <laughs> and one of the things he said is that he sees texas being a massive spot of attack for the next couple years they're yeah, just gonna do and, and, and you saw it with you know astral world was in mm -hmm. houston you're gonna see all of these efforts to try and you know bring down florida and texas the dark winter last winter they got hit with that yeah. heavy winter that everyone was like that's the dark winter joe biden was talking about mm -hmm. but yep. mm -hmm. that that well, was a huge one Some yeah symbolism tied in and, there. and i think this all started you know and i believe it was want to say 2015 um this is when all of a sudden the the blm started really taking off and they had that shootout in in i think it was dallas um and they were blaming it on, you know, people, cops shooting at the BLM and all this right off the bat. And, and it did turned out not to be. Um, but then they've been getting hit with fucking hurricane after hurricane. Um, all of a sudden, the power in Texas goes out. Right. Fucking, yeah, because Texas is on its own grid. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, a lot of this shit just it wasn't making sense. And so when you point that out, Matt, that's a that's a great point. You look back and you can kind of see it's sort of been under attack. It feels like already. Do you see that same thing in Canada, Graham? Is there like are they pushing a lot of liberals into different areas or, or is that like already done with? Is that is it kind of already because if I'm not uh, mistaken, see, Alberta is your conservative area, correct? Well, yeah, but that, I mean, it's all it's not like the states where everything's a little bit more unique down there. It's all kind of there's a little bit of a difference between the provinces. But right now, they're just pushing everything through all the provinces. It's mm. just to what extreme they're at. I mean, for example, in Alberta, we can't eat in a mall if we're not jabbed. But in B.C., you can go to the mall and look at the go to the food court and lay your little bl blanket on the table and open up. Well, actually, you probably can't bring wine, but you could bring some wine, have a nice little candlelight dinner in the mall without being jabbed. 
But so it's almost inverted. But you can't fly. But but then there's a lot of other things like BC. Oh. There's no exemption. Like you can't even. There is. They, they're not even allowing any exemption. So Jeez. there's all these little tiny differences between them. But they're all. It's all like complete authoritarian communism. And forty percent of the people buy into it and they believe it. So we're not even against the government. We're against the people that are so brainwashed from our government paid media mm-hmm. that that's who we're up against right now. I mean, it's yeah. a compl- now it's now it's almost yeah. go stealth mode. There's mm-hmm. no point in pushing against it because they just think you're a fucking nut job right now. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, and- they, they want us to be they want most of the people here, not most, a good portion of the people here want what the government is doing. This is how crazy it is. Wow. So weird, right? So weird. Alberta is supposed to be free. And I thought people were moving out of the city, moving out. But now apparently a bunch of people are coming back in Alberta. I mean, I think there's a big, big sort of uh, opportunity for hydrogen energy right now in Alberta. There's a bunch of articles coming out about it. They're using all the infrastructure for the from the oil sands to to take energy out. And I don't really understand the technology of it, but. There's a big movement back in people moving back to Alberta now. Like there's mm. no rentals apparently, um, mm. that kind of thing. But but what what else was I going to say about that? Um, yeah, that you can't even. We're not even going to be able to fly if if they go through with what their plan is. In about two weeks, we won't be able to fly domestically without a job. So wow. they're <laughs> they're pushing really hard, demonizing anybody that's not in in line. It's kind of scary, actually. But yeah. yet for me, like it doesn't really like I don't have any of that pressure where I'm at right now. But I mm-hmm. just I mean, I just heard from a friend of mine that's succumbing to the pressure and he's going to go get the J&J because no. he can't tattoo Ooh. in his SJW tattoo parlor Dude. and he can't <laughs> he can't do all this. I mean, it's oh my God. He's already like he held out this long and he's now succumbing. It's like, oh, dude, come on. Yeah, that's going to happen a lot, dude, because yeah. I, they're doing that with my my place of work for my day job. They're telling us that if we don't report our vaccination status by December 3rd, um, or we, we have to report our vaccination status by uh, December 3rd and then they're going to make decisions come January 5th. So I think that's a scare tactic. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's it's working for a lot of people. People have yeah. their breaking point. Some people have kids. Some people have like, you know, they're already in debt, so they can't, you know, do little side hustles or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I'm just re- always real fascinated with how Canada's going, man, because it seems kind of like a window into the future for the U.S. Um, I don't know. Well, if Australia. The edu- it's a dark oh, window. I mean, it's it's all these like uh, queen like these. uh like Australia, Canada, New Zealand, they're kind of crazy right now. I feel like we're test their test beds. I mean, you guys are the last holdout, really. Like if, if you guys, honestly, if you guys fall, because you guys have a pretty good percentage right now. Yeah, we have guns. Still, Lots and of you them. got, yeah, I mean, we're just, we're just, <laughs> we're just, fall, we've already fallen. It's too late to wake people up. It's too late for anything. <laughs> the doctors are censored. They're creating their own websites to try and get Jesus information Christ. out. But yeah, it's crazy. Well, it's what like Austria. Have? Austria, I think it's as of tomorrow. Yeah, you strike. can't go out of your house without. Oh a yeah, pass. yeah, yeah. You're quarantined <laughs> if you're if you're unvaccinated. They're quarantining you. Yeah, in, in, prison in, show, yeah. yeah. In <laughs> Austria, you cannot leave your house unless you have the card. Don't mind the men in the brown shirts. They're just <laughs> keeping the peace. What the? You know, it's a yellow doing? card too. <laughs> yeah. oh, it, my it, God! It, just put it on your jacket with a little sleeve right here. Put it in there and you'll be. Yeah, they're like, hey, you, I mean, um, Van, no, I see your cards there. You're good to go. You're good to go. <laughs> well, dude, even with like 
the people that are vaccinated with my employer, they wear yellow badges, dude, over the <laughs> over the out. typical over the typical. I swear to God, over the typical blue badges that we have. So the, the casing is yellow. So, I mean, we're going right back to it. And I told my boss, I was like, you understand the significance of a yellow badge when you're vaccinated? And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, dude, the Nazis did that. What do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah, his German accent slipping out a little what? bit. And, but, dude, you know what, man? Shut I, your I, mouth. I, I mentioned this. It, Shut that dirty hole of yours. No way. What do you mean? That's is your crazy. boss Klaus Schwab? Yeah, it's a little too oh, high pitch. I think it's more of a Hitler. He's my my hubby. It, I think I just think it's. I mean, it's kind of cool too. How I've been I've been really looking into the similar stuff, like occult stuff, with uh, that Heinrich Himmler library that got discovered in 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Oops. crazy, dude, because it's a lot of witchcraft stuff, and it's yeah. a lot of pagan weird shit like that. Yeah, well, and- think of it. Think of it like this, man. Every time you see, fucking, you I mean, and dude, Indiana Jones, um, you know, any of the Avenger movies with with Hydra in it, every Hellboy, all of these movies where they have like Nazis, they always go into this occult thing. Right. It's always there. And and I think that's a big tell because it's like, first of all, where the fuck do they come up with that? Right. You're playing Call of Duty. They got fucking zombies everywhere. And, and it's all about this witchcraft type occult type stuff. And and um, mm. we, we did a show about um, about World War Two, about the Holocaust. And I think that um, the the point where Hitler got introduced to this occult shit is where it really went off the fucking rails from him. Um, and so I, I think that they find this library and they're finding all of this fucking dark witchcraft shit in it. It really kind of exposes the idea that this is what they were involved with in the beginning. And after that, Operation Paperclip was just, you know, a, a transfer draft, essentially. And now it's spread. The, 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 we've said it before on our show, the, uh, the Nazis didn't lose, right? They just moved. Rebranded. Yeah. Yeah, and, that, and it's funny you mentioned that because I got into I, I did a show with Ryan on uh, on some of the paperclip stuff and, and IG Farben and all those ties. But then on the other side of it, too, it ties in directly to our children's programming because they went from Nazi Germany to, to Walt Disney. Yeah. So it's like. You know, that occult shit, you cannot, and, and nowadays it's everywhere, everywhere, you know, and it's one of those where if you don't know what you're looking for, you won't see it. Yep. But once you know, you see it everywhere. Yeah. Well, dude, and, and that's a, where we're at. There is a fascinating story of this dude, Smedley Butler. Matt, I'm sure you're familiar with this yep. dude. And awesome, this dude. guy was, tr- well, he was propositioned to take over fdr's uh administration in a more fascist government in 1933 this is the same year that hitler was put to be chancellor Mm. so i mean 1933 obviously you got that occult 33 number right there and they're trying to make it so that nazi germany and america was one one deal one fascist sort of deal and um i'm curious from too from boya uh with the world war ii stuff with uh hitler becoming an occultist I actually, from from my understanding, my research, he was into it since he was like a young kid because his brother died uh, at a young age, and he started like hanging out in graveyards as a child, yeah, and, like back. talking to the talking to the clouds and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it was there. I think Donnie I don't Darko. think it was. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was until they started feeding him meth, and he was trying to, you know, 
break through that veil, um, that's when shit just went off the fucking rails for him. And and um, it's it has it has in my opinion, it has something to do with him starting to dose himself, you know, with whatever it was. And I think that's what fucked his mind up um, severely, especially when it started coming to the shit that, you know, Heinrich Himmler and all of his, all of the dudes around him started pushing him to do because, you know, hanging around in graveyards and stuff and, and talking to your dead brother, like, yeah, that's some goth kid shit for sure. But I, I think he started really getting into the rituals and that's when it just fucking, he went full on crazy train, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they went, they went all around the, the globe military. too, right? I mean, they, they went mm-hmm. to India, they were in Egypt, yeah. they were searching, in searching for searching for specific artifacts, searching for uh, different ways to contact the dead. Tartaria. Yeah, they were. Well, he they was were... supposedly allowed in the in the pyramids of Giza, right? With him and Aleister Crowley, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, he had a that's... he had a whole SS division in India. He had one in, in, uh, in Africa of like. Mm-hmm colored ss officers that were part of his division which is you know something that's not talked a lot about in history because mm. it doesn't fit the official narrative and <laughs> uh, full disclosure i'm not saying he's a good guy but <laughs> <laughs> there's part of that, that that is hidden on purpose i think and and, and you're right uh, you know he was looking into this occult magic mm-hmm. for specific reasons and i and i think um uh, okay, boy, when we had Nathaniel Gillis on the show, demonologist, and we were talking yeah. about the fact that perhaps part of this ancient technology, Matt was like what you go into, right, with the Tartarian lost, lost history and stuff like that. Perhaps taking drugs thin that veil that was put up on purpose by some, high, some type of higher power, right? So when you see like a crazy dude on the side of the street who's talking to himself, maybe he is talking to himself or maybe possibly he's actually talking to this higher entity that we can no longer see because this veil's been put up. I know that's really conspiracy. Like what kids do. No, dude. Right? I mean, like what kids yeah. do. Dude, I just talked with a guy right before we got on to do this. Um, I was thinking about trying to edit the episode down to clean it up, but I'm just going to release it as is because this dude was shook about the whole thing. He's an ex-meth addict. Um, and he was talking. And, and I, it's funny because I mentioned that same idea. When you see a homeless person on the street, fist fighting the air and shit <laughs> it's like dude is this guy crazy or did like just some wall he's, break down you yeah, know what i mean he's maybe yeah. he's fighting a demon fuck get out of who it, knows i mean fucking shit <laughs> he sees there's something. many layers to the consciousness <laughs> true yeah well it that was, was something i i brought up to to the wife um <clears throat> very early on after our son was born super super happy kid he he cries when he's when he's when he's hungry and when he's tired right Same. so a lot of <laughs> a lot of because he's not vaccinated, that, dude. He's happy. Well, hey, I don't want to go there, but you know, I mean, hey, you know, what I, mean? <laughs> I mean, if the condom fits, wear it. But it's it, it's along this lines of he's he doesn't act like a lot of kids his age. Right. OK, call it vaccines, call it his diet, our diet. We have a pretty strict diet ourselves, but um, he's just not the typical like, oh, God, how are you guys sleeping? Are you guys doing OK? We're like, yeah, we're fucking fine. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But we, we asked Nathaniel Gillis this question, who's who's a, a, a religious demonologist we had on, on our show. And when he was about three months and I shared this this story with boy and our, and our, ho- our other co-host, Chris, it, it got it kind of got me emotional when I was talking about it. But 
I remember one night we're sitting in our living room and he's he's at the stage in his life where supposedly they can only see like certain shapes. They can see mom and dad's face real close, but he's tracking something in the room very, very vividly. And he's laughing like he thinks it's hilarious. And I look to my wife and I say, either he thinks paint is fucking hilarious (laughs) or he's seeing something that we can't see. So then I pose this question because he was just from this world that we are not we're no longer connected to because we're so plagued by the matrix can he see things that we can't see because he was just in that world is it like our ancestor is it a relative is it a guardian angel like what is he seeing and maybe it's along the lines of you know ryan like what you're saying about the these crazy people that you see on the street Uh, maybe they've had a way to tap into that through maybe not just drugs, but alcohol or traumatic experiences or just being so in touch with actual reality. They have this ability to, to see those things. And uh, it was just kind of an interesting thought experiment, but it, it would seem that the more I separate myself from this matrix, this, this projection of this bullshit world, like someone needs to take the cartridge out and fucking blow on that bitch a couple times and put it back <laughs> in. It's all fucked up. But old reset like, for 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> L2, R1, turn it off. Uh, it, it's like the better my life becomes. The less I'm I'm involved with like the craziness of this mm-hmm. world, it's like the easier my life gets. And then as soon as I get back into that, it's like plagues of just like sorrow and hardship and and stress come over me and all it takes is is really just kind of stepping back and unplugging for a second be like okay we're gonna go for example you would take a a walk around the block with the family right why do i need to bring my phone i don't need to bring my phone leave that leave that fucking black mirror at the house Mm -hmm. anybody can call me if you're gonna call me leave a fucking voicemail You know what I mean? The way the way uh, it used to be. Yeah. The, way the logic. It's crazy. The logic is like, well, what if there's an emergency? You know what I mean? Dial nine one one. Fuck. What do you call me? Well, for? you don't have your phone. That's what I'm saying. He's probably chasing fairies. If you don't have your phone. all those occult <laughs> occult storybooks you got in the bedroom, dude. Come on, man. Do you have any Bernstein bears, dude? Bernstein, if, Bernstein, bears? Bernstein, whatever the fuck it's called. Blueberry yeah, bears. Blueberry bears. Oh, it's a fascinating <laughs> concept, though. Really interesting idea. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of it uh, has to do with uh, toxicities, right? Like, I think naturally humans are very, um, very spiritual and have a very open consciousness. Mm-hmm. But I think the um, the more we get plugged into the matrix, like you said, but also just constantly bombarded with toxicities atmospherically through like cloud seeding and other projects like that. And then all of the terrible like water that's there for us and all of the processed food and not having anything fresh and then being stripped of like all of the um, natural nutrients that are in real food and Mm -hmm. geophagy type of, um, of, of real nutrition and, and like to strip humans away from their natural like a cosmic existence and to be plugged in societal simulation is a hundred percent going to block our veil to be able to see the spiritual sides. And I think when you take drugs, sometimes it's like, you know, it does kind of like detoxify you for a second or 
speeds your vibe up so much. Mm -hmm. If you're twacking out, your brain's going, you're booming and you're maybe just vibing a little bit higher yeah. or whatever yeah. the fuck you're, you're moving faster your electrons are going right you're sending yeah. more of a charge maybe that taps into the electricity around you allowing you to be able to tap into these other dimensions that are maybe there and dimensions are just like if there's you know if there's spirit around if we believe in the spirits and the ghosts and they're there but we just have to tap into that somehow and and that tying into ancient technology, I think that's a reason why they're the the occult, the elitist, these people, they know about the power and the energy that's there. And they've oh, been yeah. hiring psychics, they know about that shit forever. Mm-hmm. And they can like, do they, it. That's, too, that's the biggest type of suppression. Yeah. It's not yeah. just that they know yes. it, they can practice great, it. I mean, dude, point, they Graham. can be they can appear probably in front of this guy, an addict, maybe in an astral form. I mean, it could be them they're fighting. I mean, that could be part of the, of initiation, you know, Holy don't mess shit. with this guy. Fuck. I mean, they're, they're, they're masters Damn. of communicating in the invisible realm. So, you know, or he's fighting with his own self. <laughs> <laughs> it's a possibility, but, but then again, I, I've said it. I know you guys have said it on your show um, that it doesn't matter if we all don't believe in this stuff, right? Magic, occult illuminati child worship or child worship child (laughs) sacrifice all this stuff right they believe in it Mm -hmm. and they believe in enough to practice it so it's irrelevant if we are like ah that occult symbolism who cares whatever well no there's probably somebody fucking upside down draining blood right now on like a fucking pentagram (laughs) somewhere yeah in like a warehouse because (laughs) they believe in it so much that they're willing to go to that lengths and perhaps they're seeing some kind of outcome in which they desired from, yeah. you know, well, I, I, mean, I don't really think anybody believes in it that much. I think it's all just fear porn for you guys to hate pagans and believe in Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> there you, you know, Man, it's, 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 I've, I've said this for a long time and, and I, I truly ben. believe this, but I, I believe that the Vikings had it right as far as their beliefs go. <laughs> and, and well, I'm thinking about it, you know, because, prior to christianity there were always multiple gods worshipped right they had their rituals and and it wasn't until they were like we need to fucking crusade and and it's super weird to me that they're like we're all christians now so what we're gonna do is we're just gonna ride throughout europe and we're gonna fucking burn and murder and kill anyone that does not believe in jesus christ well speaking about the name of the lord you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. In the name of the Lord. <laughs> I mean, Amen. like speaking about World War II stuff. I mean, Heinrich Himmler uh, thought he was a reincarnation of of uh, Heinrich the the Fowler or something. I forget yeah, the exact yeah. name. And he uh, took this tomb that was a Christian tomb, and he he made Christianity uh, illegal mm-hmm. at this area. And he actually started worshiping Odin, and, and he made it so that you had to worship Odin at this area. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think that is? Do you think that's a psyop? Or because I mean, like if the if the Nazis are worshiping these Norse gods, um, Romans worship Jesus too. That doesn't mean nothing. <laughs> no, I understand that, but I just find it interesting. I, did not. Um, I, I think <laughs> I think uh, I don't I don't know if it's a psyop. I, I I believe that someone like Heinrich Himmler has you know vast knowledge of the of all this occult type stuff, right? Um, and he needed to gain access through that, whether he's, you know, worshiping Greek mythology, Roman mythology or, or Norse mythology. Um, I think each one probably has its handle, even though they're all three very similar. Um, there's, you know, 
there might be an arm of it that can reach in this direction that he wants specifically. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so first of all, these pagans didn't really worship gods. They didn't think that they were actually gods. They thought that they were like tulpas. They represented a certain aspect of, of the planet and they could use this tulpa or this, uh, what i don't know how to call it like a- as a god in a way? yeah to to not really to worship it but to ask it for things like mm-hmm. instead of asking it for rain you pray to your rain god so it can rain mm-hmm. and, it, and it's not and it's mostly about putting your intention we talk a lot about putting your intention to manifest things and stuff like that it's about putting your intention into this god that's going to do this for you so that way you get that in return mm-hmm. and it wasn't really about uh, worshiping that God per se, as much as it was just uh, asking for that to happen, like the rain or the thunder right. or, right. or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's funny you say that, Dan, because uh, you know, that's what Benjamin Balderson says. He's like, I don't pray to any Norse gods. He goes, yeah. I tell them, watch this. I'm going to make you proud. Watch what I'm going to do. Yeah, watch and, what I'm going to do. You know, yeah. so there's no worship there. Mm-hmm. It's just a respect. It's a relationship. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah, and I, and I always thought that was extremely interesting. You know what I mean? And then, like I said, when you get to the Crusades, you're like, wait, what the fuck? For what? <laughs> you know? And it's for just... Jesus. That's <laughs> why. And, the, and they waited, yeah. what, like a couple Not hundred years to go back? Like, that, that's yeah. usually what you do, right? Yeah, you, you, that's totally you know, like, normal. that'd be like us fighting for our great 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 grandparents that were you know besieged like yeah. 300 years come on <laughs> yeah yeah even in egypt if you go to egypt too they they didn't call they were gods or whatever but they were called neaters and they worshiped uh what they could do for them not necessarily right and actually believe them as real gods mm-hmm. they make sure you put emphasis on that word yeah, don't say that one fast be- I just find I find it really crazy like I'm agnostic but I've been leaning towards Christianity um, the way that I've been learning it lately not the traditional bullshit where it's like Jesus is this big cuck and all this stuff (laughs) like that's not that's not the way that I'm looking at it anymore but like the reason that I'm leaning towards that is because why the big attack on like the Judeo Christian value system, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? That's what's mind blowing to me, dude. You can, you can be a pagan, you can be a Wiccan, you can be, I mean, obviously that falls under that umbrella, but you can be a Satanist, you can be anything you want. Um, But these, these globalists are really seemingly, and maybe this is like a distraction in some way, but they're, they're attacking the Judeo Christian value system, which I find interesting. Well, I think, I think it's important that you said they're attacking the system, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like you said, you're, 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 there's plenty of people who, who uh, I guess you could say celebrate Christianity in their own form, right? There's people who believe your ass better be in church fucking every Sunday. Yeah, fuck that. You better, you <laughs> your better ass tithe. better be in fucking church. Or I swear <laughs> you know to God. what I mean? And then there's people Battle who are like, you. We went to yeah. church last Sunday. Yeah. Uh, what there's, and there's people who are like, yeah, I, I read my Bible. I, I, you know, pray, do this and that. And that's totally fine. But hardcore Christians will say that's unacceptable. Right. Well, right. How, how many of us here are are Christian or agnostic or atheist even? And uh, are we not good people? Do we do we oh. really need some <laughs> some God to tell us how to be good? Isn't hey, well, it kind of intuitive? Exactly. Don't you know how to be a good person? Don't you know what respect is without mm-hmm. having to look into whatever religion it is? Yeah. 
Yeah, sure. I think that's that's a big point right there. And and yeah. you know, there and and I think it's important to understand that some people, whatever their belief is, they they worship in a different way than you know someone next to them who might believe in the same thing. Um, that doesn't make them any less or any greater. Um, So that's my problem with scientism, dude, mm. not Scientology, but the scientism that is really sweeping the fucking news right now, where if you question Anthony Fauci, you you don't believe in science, St. Fauci. Yeah, dude, you can believe in science and you can still be some sort of religion like they they don't like one doesn't exclude the other. Oh, they're definitely a cult right now. It's been going on for hundreds of years, though, that I mean, materialism paradigm has been wrapping up for hundreds of years. Yeah, the technic technocrats. I was going to ask you, Graham. Uh, do you, did you ever uh, Joshua Haldeman? Anyone? That's uh, Elon Musk's grandfather. Was a oh, Canadian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, he was a, 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 a Canadian technocrat that got arrested for technocracy in the nineteen hundreds, right before the wow. Great Depression. Yeah, nineteen thirties. Wow. So Elon Musk's grandfather. I was just saying that's like that is scientism, technocracy, transhumanism. All of that is under the umbrella of science, scientism. Just like just and like Trump's uncle, too. Yeah. 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 I mean, but even in even in like religious bodies, uh, th- there's such a level of deception, uh, whether it be Catholicism or Christianity or, or, or uh, even paganism, Satanism, Scientology, all these different you know, if you want to call them religions, call them that. But there's there's a level of deception even within an indoctrination with it, too. Boy, I brought this up like like when I met my wife, she she was not religious. Uh, and like I'm a Christian, probably not a very good example of it because I think like fuck, shit, bitch, cock balls, all that stuff. But <laughs> like I read stuff. my all the fun stuff. like I, I read my Bible, but not as much as I do. But I also have um, I have the uh, fuck. What's the Islamic Bible called? The Quran. Yeah, I have a Quran in my house. I have all these these books that I try to read and gain so much knowledge from as, as much as I can, right? I mean, I can only read so many pages in a day. But <laughs> I was telling this to Boya the other day, and, and it didn't make sense to me. Because from the very beginning, I, I, I never really believed in COVID and what it was and, and viruses and stuff like that. And that's a whole other topic. But like three weeks ago, the wife and I, um, we go to church and I'm, and I'm in church. I'm telling boy this story and it just doesn't make sense in in my fucking brain. So there's this like chick younger than us diagonal from us in church. And it's the last song. And she's like standing up and she's like worshiping and she's feeling it. And hey, listen, Showing her tits. Jesus. She's a dirty bird for sure. She's she's getting it. She wants it. to go listen, drink that blood. You know what I'm saying? Hey, not Vampire my fire Jesus. No, okay. <laughs> Not my thing, but it's like if you're if you if you as an individual are experiencing that, I can't diminish that from you, right? That's your thing. So she's getting it, she's feeling the Lord or whatever, the spirit, <laughs> and this bitch is wearing a mask. <laughs> and I was like, honey, remind me to tell you something when we leave. So we get outside and I'm like, What is she doing? <laughs> and boy, it was like she's not trying to meet jesus too soon you know what i mean <laughs> be careful like, you know <laughs> but this level of you, these people that even believe in 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 a, a god or a deity or a spirit in a religion itself is still wrapped up in the other influences from this world mm-hmm. and they can't separate the two like i i truly believe that there is a creator so whenever he you know 
ringy ding ding dongs my door it's time to go right i'm i'm out what what am i going to do so in my head i'm thinking what's the mask going to do if you believe in viruses which i don't if you believe in viruses, a virus is going to come get you and smoke you. And that's it. Game over. <laughs> why, right? don't, why don't you believe in viruses? Uh, not that I don't. I, it's not that I don't the believe in viruses. Exists. The virus exists, but it exists in your body as a cellular mutation. Uh, I don't think viruses are hanging out on doorknobs waiting to, to attack people. <laughs> uh, and it's yeah, kind of the, the way that the, we live our lives now. But the misinformation out there about viruses is is I, I fuck with that you know it's it's very real it's yeah. uh, it exists in your virome and your body needs to yeah. get activated well, it transports into a weakened immune system and then that's how it goes that's yeah that's what the so pcr the thing, test proved dude you can exactly. turn that thing you can turn that thing up to the highest cycles and you can pick up like freaking aids in your body you know what i mean yeah. you can pick up well, all kinds of shit well the interesting thing about the pcr test is that the pcr test isn't specific to a virus you know what i mean so, yeah you're not supposed to use it for that no and that's why they're super fucking unreliable because maybe the, that's why carrie mullis died in 2019 too fuck. or um what's his name from queen Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Freddie Mercury actually Freddy. took the advice of his took the advice of his doctors. Yeah. What about Easy E, dude? Easy or Easy E? Same thing. Same thing. These, these Maybe he was a blood to... sacrifice too, but I don't know. Could, yeah. yeah. Deep. I don't trust Ice Cube or Dr. Pop Dre. Conspiracy, baby. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, to your point, uh, Big Country was saying, like, uh, Doug Stanhope has a great bit about, like, if you believe in God, why do you wear your seatbelt when you drive and shit like that? You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, like, man. I think that their their idea though is that life is sacred and you got to try and cherish it and all that shit. Who knows? Yeah, but- I was just I just think that it's an interesting concept and I I've been really fascinated with it lately, dude. Like whether you're atheist, I want to know why you're atheist because this right. isn't a coincidence. Yeah, I, you know that's why I'm agnostic and I, I I'm like I'm fine with that, dude. I I actually just watched South Park and they have the most hilarious episode where the foster home is all agnostic stuff and like they only drink dr pepper because it's an (laughs) an agnostic soda you don't know if it's cola or root beer and like if they ask them a question the kids have to say i don't know (laughs) otherwise they get in trouble and shit it's it's like it's just a perfect like i don't know dude they kill it with their shows but yeah i can't can't remember this quote exactly but i I recall it uh and, and i believe it's biblical or apocrypha or something but it's basically satan wants humans to worship him and god says no we should worship them and then um so then what you get is a bunch of people worshiping a deity and i the question i ask is why are we worshiping a deity why are we giving that our energy why aren't we putting that energy back into ourselves and uh that's kind of the biggest problem that i have with any organized religion or anything because you're you're giving your energy away instead of instead of enlightening yourself yeah i like yeah that. there's a huge you're, you're my a, new but God. it's a, it's about the <laughs> principle of of asking for help though it's about the principle of surrender and all that it, it's not about the deity it's about the principles of it just like for example in aa or whatever it's like the god of your own understanding because it's just that act of asking for help or or even just praying or affirming something mm-hmm. out loud i mean there's this whole middle ground of spirituality that has evidence. I mean, there's evidence of the afterlife and NDEs and OBEs and kids can see without their eyes. I mean, there's superhuman abilities. There's astral travel. I mean, I believe there's so much evidence of all that. That's this Mm -hmm. huge middle pocket of spirituality. That's not, you know, praying to a deity or not materialistic or materialism or science, scientism. 
But it is interesting how with all this overt satanic symbolism and all that, there is this, this, it, it seems like there's this influx into Christianity. I mean, I've even thought myself like a little bit late, lately about Jesus really, they're really pushing, they're pushing so hard that I feel like yeah. there's all these people that are getting shoved over to that side in a way. That's well, where I'm at. Satan is a Christian God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I mean, well, yeah, at a certain point, there's like a one main fight that's happening right now. Yeah. Well, See, the, the, the other weird thing about Christianity is there's a lot of shit that they just kind of like, nah, let's leave that out of the Bible. You know what I mean? Like like Lilith's story, how yeah. she was with Adam before Eve. Um, and then you have Enoch. The, book, the book of Enoch. Book of Enoch, yeah. All, all of that stuff. And, and I think uh, to kind of go back to Graham's point, it's, it was done intentionally because there is this portion of spirituality, regardless of what your belief is, that I think people are lacking still today. You know what I mean? Uh, I used to work with this guy. I fucking, he, he had a 0% soul, even though he would tell you I'm a good Christian. I'm a, he Clinton? was fucking bland, dude. Like it, he was like the worst MRE you could ever think of. And he was just so bland, but his personality was, was his religion, not his spirituality, his religion, right? He would tell you constantly, I go to church, I tithe, I give 30%, blah, 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 blah. And he thought that that's what made him a good person. Oh, he's a Joel Osteen. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, you know, you, I, I would ask him these questions like, well, I mean, if you don't go to church and you just kind of, you know, kneel at your bedside and pray, isn't that good enough? Nope. You better be at church every Sunday. You better volunteer. You better do this. And and I think that spirituality is definitely the missing link between wh- whoever's worshiping whatever religion and and the way they actually practice it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and because of the way you just put it, Boya, he he's not there for spirituality. He's mm-hmm. there for the religion, right? Yeah. And there's a yeah. big difference between the two. He's there to to make his appearance, to pay his tithe. And and that's his spiritual contribution. Whereas <laughs> most of us would see that as you're just pissing away money to someone who's probably touching boys oh. backstage. Yeah. But in reality, yeah. you can go to the foot of your bed and, and get the same results, if not yeah, better, sure. doing it yourself directly right. from within. Yeah, take out the middleman. <laughs> I, I did have a conversation with, with a, uh, a friend of ours right when we had moved to Kansas from California. We, we found this new church. It was pretty cool. And um, I, I had this conversation with this guy. We were at his house one night with his, him and his wife. And uh, we we had finished a whole we polished a whole bottle of whiskey that night. So we were starting to get into some conversations. It was like recording an episode that we do every week, but just without a microphone. And he's talking to me about all this stuff and started talking about the show. And and he said, uh, you know, he's like, I listen to your show and it's like, I think it's really good. You guys talk about a lot of fun things. And he's like that. And I was like, oh, so this is this is what I had asked him being somebody who was so involved with the church and the religion and my perception of that. Right. I said, man, don't you worry about like how many times like I'll like, curse and stuff like that. And he's like, look, man, I look at it like this. How do you know if you believe that when you die, you go and meet the creator? Right. How do you know that when you walk up to him, he's not like, what's up, motherfucker? What took you so long? <laughs> And I'm like, <laughs> hey, in all reality, I don't know those things, right? I, I don't know any of that. And that's a very good point. And as kind of silly as it may sound, it's really relevant as to as far as all this conversation. These are, this is an amazing conversation that we're having tonight. We really don't know, right? 
we're all kind of doing our best to gain as much knowledge as we possibly can from ancient texts, from books, from different religions or, or ideologies uh, and sifting through it in our own way. Right. And what what's important about that, as we were talking about earlier on in the show, is that the, the point of having a conversation with somebody else is not to shit on that person for what they believe or what they think. It's to have that conversation because three, four years ago, anybody that would have told me um, eating non-GMO and glu- being gluten-free, uh, you're uh, obviously a homosexual. Like it's, 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 it's obvious at this point. Or a right? liberal. <laughs> or a liberal. You hate guns. You hate God. You know, like that's like, uh, that would have been my thought process, right? And such a transformation, even within myself, has happened in the past two, three, four, five years. And, and we live, my wife and I live our life that way now. And, and for us, we've seen those results. We've seen the results of, of living this type of lifestyle. And I mean, shit, we haven't been sick in three and a half years now. But it might not be the same result for somebody else who's doing something different. Uh, you know, we've had somebody on the show who talks a lot about like, uh, connecting with nature, doing yoga, uh, and, and just meditating and stuff like that. And, and that might not be my bag, but he, this person is seeing results from that. So let's have a conversation about that. And how mm-hmm. is your belief and my belief and everybody else's belief, how are they intersecting? Because I guarantee you there's an intersecting point somewhere. And I think that's the, 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 the majority of what a lot of people are not seeing you know, nowadays of it's very categorized into groups of like, uh, if you, uh, own a gun, obviously you hate black people and you drag Mexicans behind your truck or, you know, some stupid shit like that, you know what I mean? Or, or, or whatever it is. People see the most extreme examples, like the, like the gluten-free thing that you brought up. There are so many people that are annoying about gluten-free things. You know what I mean? Or like the spirituality versus the the religion. Hey, no, it looks like a good beer, but gluten-free. it's gluten-free. it's soy beer. <laughs> well, it is, that's, it is soy beer. <laughs> yeah, don't burp. And like the, the the spirituality thing too. I mean, like the the chicks that are like so obsessed with spiritualism. I mean, it get it can get annoying when it's you're overboard. Just, yeah. Crystals yeah, yeah. and all that shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right, crystals, crystals have their purposes, but like <laughs> you're yeah, right. Dude. But but if you run into a crystal girl, right, and she's like. Um, oh, your aura here. I have a crystal for that, and it's like, bitch, like I'm just trying to get a. Soda, I know it's you know? like a kitchen like around Exactly, that's the chick you see out at the park with twenty-seven hula hoops. Yeah, this is just old spice. I don't have a, and a scooter. I don't have an aura at all. <laughs> and the scooter, yeah. I'm this like, is every one of my girlfriends uh, ever. <laughs> hey, they're probably super fun, you know. But she but, sounds but, pretty cool. At the same time, it's like I don't I don't need a crystal for everything, you know. My my wife dabbles in that stuff. My mom does too. My mom is was super into like, um, well, why why do people in Louisiana do voodoo and what's 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 you know Wiccan about and shit like that? She's always been you know curious about things like that. I wouldn't necessarily call her a witch, but (laughs) I would say ancient ancient spirituality was about health and healing yourself. Yeah, well, that's about heal- self healing exactly, and, and that's how you were able to attain enlightenment was through healing your own body and watching what you put into it, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I'm I'm very much into the spiritual aspects of everything, and and I and I 
dig pretty hard on that stuff. So, well, yeah. the crystal thing's God cool. is also consciousness. The crystal thing's yeah. dope. Yeah. I think it's real cool. But like, I think that the way that it was like in a practical use is like you have a certain crystal and then you you use it at a certain vibration and then that'll have a certain healing aspect. I think if you're just simply holding a crystal, I don't know how much uh you know healing that will do maybe i'm wrong talk um, talk to mad hatter yeah well i, I oh, mean yeah. i've heard i've heard him talk on uh on great deception on Mad show i've yeah. heard him talk about it and i i get it I, you know and i i think a lot of it is also your your mind doing That's the work yes. for well, you. he does say that though too he, it's basically like a another tulpa right you're, you're putting yep. your energy into this crystal and then you're receiving that energy back yeah, or like a more Western yeah. term would be like a placebo type effect sort yeah. of a thing, right? Exactly. Yeah. It, well, they also think, hold information for for high level technology, so it's not yeah. just a, it's not just a woohoo thing. I mean, they plug all kinds yeah. of information in these things. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a conductor, same, really. Yeah, yeah, think about it, man. Superman goes back to his his ship and he puts the crystal in, and it tells him his entire past. Yeah. Um, and, and I, we're I, electric beings. Yeah. And, and there's there's definitely something to be had, especially when it comes to the universe. storage capacity of, of like quartz crystals. One of the best storage devices you could ever have because it stores so much information on small except pieces. DNA, except DNA. Well, and that's what your screens are made out of and shit, too. Or, or they're, they're crystal diodes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And and that's something I, I wanted to, to, to point out, too. Um, I don't know your name rising from the ashes but you dan. you what sorry say again dan dan okay so you, you brought this up earlier about viruses why don't i believe in viruses i do believe there is an aspect <clears throat> excuse me in in all of our lives that depending on how much energy you give into something is how much energy comes out of it so yeah law few, of karma exactly so so a few yeah. years ago when i was introduced to dr thomas cowan and and I read his book called Contagion Myth uh, about germ theory versus terrain theory. And um, we had a whole experience when my wife was pregnant and we, we changed the, our whole diet. We changed. We don't clean our house with chemicals, um, all this stuff. And we saw the results from that. But from the moment that we stopped believing that there was like a virus out there on a doorknob waiting to get us, it sucked this form of energy out of it. Do I, I don't care if anybody sneezes on me. I don't care if someone coughs on my face. It's still gross. Right? It's, still gross. Yeah, it's yucky. Yeah. It's yeah. yucky. I can do with everything yeah, except boogers, man. I got to eat, you know, that's it. Yeah. Put it on the wall. I was, uh, put it on I was the just wall trying like to, a normal human being. I was just trying to get your goat with the viruses thing. I was, I was going to see if you said, you know, uh, I was, I was saying, why don't you believe in viruses? Because they're invisible, like Jesus. That's why. <laughs> no, the no. reason Jesus is invisible is oh, because oh, he's so a So why do you believe in viruses, but not, you know, but Jesus, you do. So that's, I was just trying to get you to go. <laughs> no, you're good. No, you're good. I, but it's, I, I truly believe that the, the less you believe in something, the, the energy you pull out of that system. So it's true. Because, yeah. because, oh, yeah. because we don't believe so, in it, we just, it doesn't affect us anymore. You know? To the point, and uh, I believe in it. Matt was saying earlier, uh, I know we're jumping back here, but he was talking about meta and, and how is, is this inevitable? No, it's not inevitable, inevitable as long as a lot of us stop putting our energy into it. If we don't put our energy Fucking into it, fact. then it's nothing. <laughs> it doesn't exist anymore, right? If yeah, we don't do pull it, out, if baby. not enough people do it, you're about to, you're it about to go. You got to pull out. <laughs> don't stop. It's I have an to. interesting I have idea. To. 
it's definitely an interesting idea. There's that that chick that Marianne Williamson that was saying that um, when Hurricane Harvey was going on in Houston, like again, I think um, if enough people didn't believe that the hurricane was real, that it would stop. You know what I mean? So there's these there's these weird things where it's like you know there's no proof, so it's it's tough to know if if these things you know if Meta wouldn't be a thing if you know if everyone just said that like there was no such thing as Mark Zuckerberg. I know that the laws of the universe don't recognize like negative words and things like that. My so space. I don't know how that what's that? Oh, my I have space. an idea. I, I got fucking banned off of all social media uh, because I called Elon Musk a hoe uh, <laughs> on uh, his personal page and SpaceX's page. And I said, you're a hoe. You're in the hoe shit. And everything you do is hoe-ish, which isn't even real English, really. It's did, like it's all you, slang. You, and then they banned me. Copy link ludicrous song. Whoa. Below what it. You said something wrong, play, dude. Play. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what I was saying about MySpace, like... though, is is everybody pulled their energy out of MySpace, right, and then put it into Facebook, and then where's MySpace at? It doesn't exist. I miss it. Yeah. Part partly because well, Tom that was also yeah. CIA, so <laughs> yeah, that was definitely Tom was a good guy, I, and and you know now Facebook is Meta. It's an interesting concept, and I I agree to an extent that you know if enough people like if enough people say that the sky is purple it becomes purple or they say it's red it becomes red right well they um they've done experiments think- with people meditating in in a public place all together and they meditated to stop crime and crime stopped i mean that's that's an interesting concept for sure you know and like i said there's not there's not enough of uh, is that uh, because they were meditating and not doing crime yeah it's probably the criminals <laughs> <laughs> they were doing time it was a yeah, it was a community hour session. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a fascinating concept. It really is. Court ordered. I, court ordered. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I don't well, know. It, I, it goes back to the placebo effect, though, right? I mean, yeah. sure. Yeah, it's, it's, it's collective consciousness. If they all believe mm-hmm. it's the same thing, then I mean, that's kind of where we're at when it comes to back to the COVID cult, right? Yeah, they Isn't all that believe. What we talk about with yeah. the fear porn and everything it, it, yeah. if we let all that negative energy into us it's gonna affect us just yeah. like big country was it's saying unplugged. as soon as he stopped believing in these fucking viruses he wasn't scared anymore yeah so yeah. When, once you let go of that fear it it's not there yeah and 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 this the crazy part is is everyone that is a part of that cult they hate to see you like enjoying your life you know what I mean? Oh, that's yeah. Why, that's why they're and, the first people to approach you. Where's your mask? Where's yeah. your mask? You know, and, and why are they so miserable? They they fear death. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's that's the end game of this. They're, yeah. they're fearing death something that they can't control anyway. <laughs> death is tight. <laughs> well, it's because they don't believe they don't believe in something after this, you know, whether it's yeah. spiritual or religious. They don't believe in another another plane of existence. So that I mean, that would be scary if you just believe that when you die, it's lights out and that's it. That would be kind of scary, you know, but at the that same is time, scary. is it, you know, has anybody I, talked to anybody that has had had life or near death experiences that was like Hindu or Buddhist or some different religion other than Christianity? Has anybody ever talked to those people? Do they do they see the same thing? Do they see the same light or question. do they? Yeah, I don't know. I've had I, a new. I don't know either. That's, I'm seriously asking yeah, if anybody's ever anybody. talked to. No, no. Uh, we did. We did a. I took a psychology course in college, and they they 
we did NDEs for a long time. And that was one thing, everybody that, that we studied, they were, it was all, we saw Jesus or we saw, you know, either Catholicism or Christianity, Mm -hmm. but never, you're right. I I don't know. I have to dig for that kind of answer. (laughs) That'd be interesting. The book of the dead probably has some answers in it, right? Like the the Tibetan book of the dead and stuff. I bought that. I haven't read it yet, but I, I, yeah, I have it in my garage too. I have Have you read it? (laughs) No. Yeah, dude. I've been, I have this bad habit of buying all kinds of books. That's what I I do. The same thing. I buy like 50 books from the used bookstore and then I'm like, Oh, uh, I use use them a lot for resource material. And when people (laughs) say things, I do go look them up and, and on our show, uh i'll I'll read excerpts from the book or something if yeah. it pertains to what we're talking about so i think my end goal with all the books is to put them behind me and so that it looks like i read all the you books smart a big swivelly chair trying, <laughs> yeah. trying to look like mark from mftic i was gonna yeah. say you're going mark steve's on us yeah <laughs> yeah you know he has a real that's sexy graham graham that is sexy baby you just need a pipe, dude, in oh, a rope. Yeah. Damn. But we know, we know Graham reads. And a though. leather armchair back there? Yeah, Graham reads. Graham, can you tell us about uh, some of the books? Or is that like, can you tell us what you have available? Because I'm finna go on Audible right now and buy all them right now. <laughs> just well, read them from his library. Yeah, we've got like a lot of uh, theosophy books on there and secret teachings of all ages from Manly P. Hall. Like the secret doctrine, Isis unveiled book one. Yeah, tell us, um, tell us. Tell us some That's, about Manly P. Hall and the secret doctrine and stuff, because I'm sure that pertains a lot yeah. to what we're talking about right now. It's a Freemason of per- the century, right? I personally have never read it. So I, that's what I was thinking so of earlier today, deep. Dan. Manly P. Hall. That's, it's so deep. I mean, you know, you go through it and it's like it's, you know, half it's over my head. But I mean, it's really just um, amazing how many really interesting people like he goes over, he puts all these people in like Cagliostro and uh, Count uh, St. Germain and all these amazing uh, Paracelsus. Like these are amazing people that are well-traveled. They know like six or seven languages and all kinds of healing and alchemy. And you're like, how do these people know all this? Right. And then I think, you know, a lot of them are adepts and they've probably learned how to learn in different realms in the astral realm. Even, I mean, who Mm -hmm. knows, right. These, these people are just masters at, reaching different realms. I mean, I heard somebody talking about this guy who says he went to this other realm and he learned like for two years at this temple and it was only two hours when he came back to the yeah. body. I mean, but I believe, wow. that, you know, you can travel these other realms. I mean, maybe yeah. that's what these guys are doing or maybe they're reincarnated. Like somebody says, I think, uh, uh, count St. Germain is a vampire. And then he was the one that was reincarnated to be there for the writing of the constitution. <laughs> I mean, it's just so it's full of all these fascinating people. And then all the, you know, the ancient magic history of all ages. I mean, he goes through everything. It's in you kind of got to skip through chapters that you're interested in because it covers so much different stuff. You know, the secret doctrine is super deep. I mean, Isis Unveiled, I would recommend it goes over science. Science is book one and religion is book two. So they talk about scientism in the 1800s. I mean, I think something happened in the late 1800s. I think spiritualism and theosophy was getting so big. They were having a hard time with this materialistic paradigm and -hmm. they shut it all down. I mean, that's when the ether, not long later, the ether disappeared and we went full into materialistic paradigm. And then World War One. That's exactly what I was going to say. The Tartarian. That's shit. Right. And who would want to kill spirituality? 
The devil. Not the Jesuits. <laughs> Not the Jesuits. You, you know what? What sucks is when we were introduced Case closed. to <laughs> when we were in, <laughs> when we were introduced to the mud flood on our show um, in Tartaria. It, it kind of sucked because at that point, um, like myself and Boya and our other host Chris, we felt that we were like these gurus of conspiracies. You know, somebody would be like, "Hey, have you heard of this?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Paperclip, of course I have, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you idiot!" <laughs> and then we had this guest on, and he, he was talking about mud flood and Tartaria, and I was like, "Everything I know is a lie. I'm yeah. so dumb. The more <laughs> yeah. I, the more I know, the less I know." And then uh, uh, a friend of ours, um, Amy says, "WTF," had sent us this documentary like, like three, four months back. And it was this documentary on YouTube called The Lost History of Earth. Oh, yeah. And it was five hours long. That's part one. And part two is eight hours. <laughs> and so I watched three. Part five. And it was like a random. Yeah. And there's a part. There's a part three. I'm, it's a five hour documentary. And I'm like, damn, I got time. So I started watching it. And it was like a random Tuesday night. And I was like, Amy, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> so I'm watching this. And it's like my whole reality just just like everything I thought I knew was in a bucket. And I just I poured it down the drain. I turned on the garbage disposal and I had to start all over. And I started thinking, like, uh, I have a son now. So at some point he's going to grow up. and He's like, hey, dad, who built the pyramids? I'm like, don't know. (laughs) Definitely wasn't slaves. No clue, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, Dad, did did Ben Franklin really fly a kite and get blasted with electricity? And and then he was like, "Oh, fuck, light bulbs and shit." Nope, that's not what happened either. That's a dumb story. Yeah, you know. So it, it it's this it's such an interesting thing because as shitty as it is to to start to do this research and be like everything I thought I knew is possibly not true, probably not true. It is exciting that that. Now we have this ability, I think, being in the community that we're in to be so open minded to doing this research, because there's some people that are so close minded to be like, mm-hmm. nope, Ben Franklin, electricity. Nope. Slaves, pyramid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like, uh, nope. Uh, Titanic uh. iceberg. That happened. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, it's an, it, it, it is as. I think it's an exciting thing. It's an exciting time, you know, like 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 Ryan, you're saying earlier, man, it is exciting, you know, as shitty and as scary as it is with everything that's going on, it is exciting at the same time. Yeah. You know, the worst thing that's going to happen is we're going to die. Fuck it, you know? It's yeah, not that bad. That's, that's already going to happen. We already know, you know? So Valhalla but... awaits me. <laughs> death, and, death and taxes, bud. Death and taxes. Now, we're going, we're going deep down to Tartaria this month. We're dedicating this entire month to, like, just covering as much Tartaria mud flood shit as we can. Like we're just going dig deep in it, man. And like last night we had a really sick interview that I'm stoked. Uh, and we do, I think we uncovered a lot, a lot more. Like it just, every time you just go into this, it's just, it just keeps on going. Yeah. You're like, Oh my God. And it, but it, it's and like last night, what did Ari was saying that like, uh, Jesus is, he's a Russian. He was a, a Russian, yeah. a giant, hairy Russian straight up, <laughs> like no qualms at all. He's like, that's exactly Jeru- it. The like story Jerusalem's in Russia, right? <laughs> is what he black says. Russian, though. There's multiple Jerusalem. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then you hear Jesus was a yogi and he used to stick his tongue up his nasal cavity and lick his pineal gland. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. What kind of the, tongue do you need? To the real that? truth. The real the truth good, is, is the, Jesus was a vampire. When, when uh, <laughs> yeah, well, straight he up, though, a Tartarian vampire. Uh, <laughs> when I was when I was like 15 or so, my friend uh, told me about the story of these uh, Aborigine people that would drill a hole in their forehead. They would put a hole right here. And what they would do is they'd stick their finger in there and they'd poke at their pineal gland <sighs> so they could fucking trip out. And see I, remember, I remember hearing that story. I wow. I think I'd school. rather slit the bottom of my tongue shit. and lick up there. Than do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all but funny I, games to you get an infection. Did <laughs> I mean, you imagine an infected pineal gland? <laughs> oh, no, mine's oh. so calcified. Nothing would happen if I hit it. <laughs> yeah. we, we were talking yeah. to somebody and, and uh, he, that person was telling us that uh, somebody got cancer in their pineal gland and they were able to create like the craziest art. It like all their art looked like you're fucking tripping. Damn. Whoa. Damn. <laughs> like, like That's it was wild. like permanently like awake and open because the cancer in there was, was putting pressure on it. Oh, wow. I'd say, just leave it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna write it out. Yeah, right. there's some doctor with like a uh, a sawzall, and he's like, "You ready?" And you're like, "You know what? I think I'm good. I think I'm yeah. good for right now. Okay. How about for Neuralink, though? <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> it's that, interesting dude. though too, because a lot of people that have like these near death experiences or something traumatic happened to them at childhood, sometimes uh, another part of their brain does get activated and they end up with like supernatural yeah. abilities in a way. So, I mean, that's a very interesting thing too, is like how, how, you know, how much of our brain are we really using and how is there other ways that we can connect with these certain parts of the brain, you know, by doing certain things, maybe even certain foods or, you know, even, well, obviously mushrooms, right. Mm -hmm. uh, can kind of get you there and everything. And, and so, I mean, it's uh, super fascinating. Uh, I've never really had too many experiences like that. So I, I rely a lot on on Roman and a lot of other people to uh, tell me their stories. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, it, it seems like uh, I mean, it is it is interesting that a lot of really influential figures throughout time yeah. either had near death experiences or their sibling or someone that they loved had a near death experience or died. The one that comes to mind is Alan Dulles, um, his younger sister, when they were when he was like 12, I think, uh, almost drowned. She didn't drown, but she almost did. Um, he just watched her drift out to the ocean. The mom had to go and save her. And then, of course, Hitler, you know, his younger brother, Edmund, died at a young age. We were kind of mentioning that earlier. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people. Those are the two that really come to mind. But obviously, there's there's a lot more than that. And then, you know, there's a lot of fucking people for some reason that parents died in in 9-11 you know what i mean like it's just weird dude like yeah. in these massive massive things like that so it's interesting but i need to get going here guys i gotta wake up early in the morning um but i just wanted to to uh say that i was really happy to meet all all the uh new faces here this was a fun one absolutely fuck yeah good brother have a good guys. night man right why don't you give your well why don't we wrap it here why don't you give your plugs and we'll we'll go from there Perfect. Uh, yeah. Dangerous World Podcast. Um, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash Dangerous World Podcast. It's always fun. We're having a lot of fun over there. Um, have a couple episodes with Matt 
And uh, of course, the website, uh, dangerousworldstore.com, just came out with some dope Let's Go Brandon stickers that are fucking sick. Uh, so, yeah, man, just having a good time uh, doing all this stuff. Thanks for this, Matt. It's always a good time. Hey. Great meeting you guys. You too, man. You as well. Thanks, Thanks Ryan. Well. Uh, Graham, why don't you give yours? Yeah, sure. Th- uh, nice to meet those who I haven't uh, met yet, and nice to see some of you again. And thanks for having me on, Matt. Uh, this has been great. Yeah, it's uh, check out the Grimerica show. We have a, a new sort of a cut, uh, a premium feed as well, Grimerica Outlawed, where we get a little deeper into some of the more controversial stuff so we can not get canceled. And that, that comes to our own server so that we have a private RSS feed for that as well. So we nice. can't really get shadow banned that much with that one. And then uh, Darren, my co-host, wrote a book recently about the Canadian residential schools. It's called The Canadian Shame can check that out and we have uh, a rockfin channel as well in our audiobooks at uh, adultbrain.ca or you can search for my name graham dunlop on audible got about 20 i think we got about 20 books on there so far and we're just going to keep plugging away at those old esoteric classics so. oh that's cool that's awesome. great man. awesome that's excellent right. uh roman why don't you go Oh, uh, hello. Yes. Homie Romy here. Rising from the ashes <laughs> podcast. Uh, check it out, baby. Dan, man, you my best friend. We do the show. Oh my God. But we ain't never met. It's crazy. Uh, oh, shit. and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, Dan. Uh, you know, we were talking about like people dying and stuff and, and Roman and I had never met before. Like he was saying, and, uh, both of us lost our, our fathers when uh, I was 12 and he was 13. So it's kind of interesting uh, that, that that's uh, like a, a thing, but uh, yeah. Rising from the ashes podcast. We're doing Tartaria month all November. Uh, Matt's going to be on our December 3rd show where we're, we're going to do a group chat with uh, um, like five other podcasts. And we have one special guest that we're not revealing. And uh we're basically doing eight episodes of Tartaria all November. And then um, I recently just started a second podcast called Roots of Creation with Andy Rouse from the Deep Share podcast and Yake Hagstrom, who is uh, really close to Box Saga. And uh, it's the, the podcast yeah. is all about Box Saga. And we go deep into all of that. And we're interviewing guests that have all been around Eeyore Bach um, since since the beginning so uh we're trying to uncover that as much as we can and uh find out where human history began hey, oh, yeah. baby. awesome awesome yeah and that roots of creation is great man I've, I've, i'm digging it so far so far so good i can't wait for some of this stuff because that oh, the yeah. box saga is man talk about a deep rabbit hole yeah i know yeah our our <laughs> last guest that we just interviewed which will be episode two, which will probably be out uh, the day before Thanksgiving. Give somebody, uh, give people something to listen to on, on their travels. Uh, We talked to Michelle Merle and uh, man, like four or five times I was just like, Holy fucking shit. You gotta be (laughs) kidding me. Are you serious? Uh, We basically just gave him words and he just broke them down etymology with etymology and, 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 and from the root language was able to tell us the whole story based on that one word. And wow. uh, it's so fucking fascinating. Like I even wrote down right here. Uh, we talked, we asked them this off the air. So I'll, I'll tell you, but uh, the word Satan, uh, he, he breaks it. He breaks it down and saw is 
means to give like the saga uh it's a give take type thing and then the t the letter t is a representation of yourself so if you think of yourself with your arm stretched out you form a t so then uh the a n would be anu or uh odin in a way but it also means the acer the a is the acer and the n is the knowledge and then so basically it means to give or take uh knowledge or give self acer knowledge give or take from yourself the knowledge of the gods wow <laughs> that's a trip yeah just just yeah, that- off just so just off that one word and and we do it with some other words we talk about the word nephilim and nephilheim uh which mm-hmm. is like one of the realms in norse mythology and mm-hmm. so uh we go into that a little bit several other things that are just so fucking mind-blowing uh it's uh it's gonna be a great series i i hope it really catches on and, and people start listening to it oh, yeah. yeah excellent awesome. my whiskey beer guys uh yeah um the show is whiskey beer and conspiracies podcast we're on all podcasting platforms uh we basically drink beer and whiskey and talk about conspiracies from time to time we do true crimes cryptid and stuff like that uh we just finished up uh, an episode on hh homes which was, uh, was great fun love um, that up on our 100th oh, i yeah. appreciate that I, it takes a while to get to the topic because we like warm up a bit but, yeah yeah um, <laughs> we get there though we get there eventually <laughs> it's like a long yellow light <laughs> um we're coming up on our 100th episode it's going to be in december we have a special guest planned for that one of the inspirations for our show so we're pretty excited about that uh, we have a, a video platform that's exclusively on Rockfin because we were banned from YouTube. Mm-hmm. We were demonetized before we were ever monetized. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that means we're doing something right. All right. You know, Illuminati. <laughs> um, you can check out our website, wbconspiracies.com. Uh, we have a, a little merch store. You can get this T-shirt right here. It says, fuck, Fauci, right there. You can get that <laughs> one there. It's a cool way to support the show. <laughs> Uh, all the videos we have on there are actually videos that have been banned or pulled from YouTube. Yeah, we have uh, some documentaries saved on there. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Nice. So uh, we do a show every week. Uh, releases on Friday. We do lives on Wednesday on Instagram. Um, anything else? Oh, I, I'm I'm in the final stages of writing a book uh, about flat Earth right now, so it should be out in 2022. Pretty excited about that um so yeah that's it man excellent boy anything uh no everything big country said is true um (laughs) you can uh you go check us out yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah we we don't yeah yeah i agree with him we'll discuss (laughs) are you (laughs) agnostic uh well i'm not married to the ball but i still have a lot of questions so (laughs) but uh but yeah, Ball and chain. definitely go check out our website, get yourself some merchandise. Um, so we've had some people ask about the hats. The hats are sold out, but the next time we get a batch, we'll uh, definitely let everybody know. Um, but yeah, go get yourself a fuck Fauci t-shirt and wear it to it's church friendly. It doesn't actually conference. say fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pick your kids up from school in it and all that good stuff. Excellent. Hey guys, thank you so much. You know, I, you. I, I appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, we'll have to do it again sometime. Yeah, this was a blast. Please. Excellent. Yeah, absolutely. Thank, thank you, so you guys. Much. Have a great night. All right. You too. Thank you. All right, guys. Peace.
why do you think that is? I mean, why is that? I mean, is it just because people are, are lazy today or they're bored? I mean, are we just like bored, spoiled children who've just been lying in the bathtub all day, just playing with their plastic duck, and now they're just thinking, well, what can I do? Okay, yes, we are bored. We're all bored now. But has it ever occurred to you, Wally, that the process that creates this boredom that we see in the world now may very well be a self-perpetuating, unconscious form of brainwashing created by a world totalitarian government based on money, and that all of this is much more dangerous than one thinks? And it's not just a question of individual survival, Wally, but that somebody who's bored is asleep, and somebody who's asleep will not say no? See, I keep meeting these people. I mean, uh, just a few days ago, I met this man whom I greatly admire. He's a Swedish physicist, Gustav Bjornstrand. And he told me that he no longer watches television, he doesn't read newspapers, and he doesn't read magazines. He's completely cut them out of his life because he really does feel that we're living in some kind of Orwellian nightmare now and that everything that you hear now contributes to turning you into a robot. When I met him at Findhorn, he said to me, where are you from? And I said, New York. He said, ah, New York, yes, that's a very interesting place. Do you know a lot of New Yorkers who keep talking about the fact that they want to leave but never do? And I said, oh, yes. And he said, why do you think they don't leave? I gave him different banal theories. He said, oh, I don't think it's that way at all. He said, I think that New York is the new model for the new concentration camp, where the camp has been built by the inmates themselves, and the inmates are the guards, and they have this pride in this thing they've built. They've built their own prison, and so they exist in a state of schizophrenia, where they are both guards and prisoners, and as a result, they no longer have, having been lobotomized, the capacity to leave the prison they've made or to even see it as a prison. And then he went into his pocket and he took out a seed for a tree and he said, this is a pine tree. He put it in my hand and he said, escape before it's too late. Of course, the problem is where to go because it seems quite obvious that the whole world is going in the same direction. This is the beginning of the rest of the future now that from now on, there'll simply be all these robots walking around, feeling nothing, thinking nothing. And there'll be nobody left almost to remind them that there once was a species called a human being with feelings and thoughts and that history and memory are right now being erased and soon nobody will really remember that life existed on the planet.